0: Hi, it's Tiffany. I'm mom. And Nikki's stepmom. And this is Blended Matters. Hashing out with you
1: dual perspectives of co-parenting and modern day families. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Blended Matters.
0: This is Tiffany. And Nikki's here, of course. And we are here to
1: touch base on... It's almost been seven months since we started this project. And we wanted to kind of do a six-month mark and talk about what we've been thinking about this whole process from the beginning, and we wanted to touch base on that today.
0: What we've been thinking about, what we've discovered. I think discovery is a big word. Learned, grow, grown. So many words to go with the last few months, and it's such a crazy time to do it as well. We started in the middle of chaos, and we're here in the middle of chaos. That's just life, I feel like.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think that that's what I, when I started thinking about this topic today. And we have a list of questions that we're going to be asking each other that the other person doesn't really know about. Um, and our, our answers are going to be off the cuff here. And I think that that's sort of pro- probably one of the better things about this today is that we're going to be coming from an authentic place. But the thing that I love about this process that we've been doing that this entire time is that I wish that we would have been doing it for a long time. Because just over this last six months, the ability to see what we've been documenting and what we've been through has been kind of stellar. It's been huge, the stuff we've gone through.
0: In some ways, I wonder if we could have. I think that things happened to put it all into place. But at the same time, yeah, absolutely. Where we've learned so much about each other that I think would have made life easier.
1: Oh, for sure. There's been some ease that has come from it, definitely some learning curves, without a doubt. We'll talk about some of those as we go on today. But I think the most interesting thing would have been the documentation of some yeah. of the things that our family has gone through had we started even, you know, a few years ago and we talked about it in the first place. But that's kind of the cool thing about this is look at what we're able to look back on someday and say, this is what we were going through as a family and we, we have it in place. And so today we're going to talk about some of those things that we're currently dealing with again, COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, we talked about that last week in our podcast. We're going to touch base on that again today, um, through some of the new developments. And then also we're going to talk about our experiences with blended matters thus far.
0: Yeah, we're coming, um, we talked about doing this earlier today and we had to watch our school parade. So yeah, we got to enjoy that together. One of the experiences of COVID-19 is watching our teachers drive by. So it's, um yeah, there's still so much going on with it all and all of the different pieces of being home.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the, our, da- our, our daughter um, and my daughter's brother had their teachers drive by in their cars while we wave from afar and, there was a poster involved. And at one point in time, I looked at Nikki and I'm like, are you, I'm like tearing up and I look over her, her eyes are I'm going. Bawling. She's like, oh, I'm already crying. <laughs> it's just a really emotional thing that we're going through with the world. And and Nikki has some tears in her eyes right now. as so I just said that. So, but it is, it's it's its been really a development to sort of go through this with our kids and, and see sort of, you know, feel their hearts and um and our hearts are sort of in the mix of everything. And and what it is that we're going through, and and now that we're kind of you know over a half of a year into this process, we want to just t- to talk about what we're doing and h- ask some questions, some some thought provoking questions, I think.
0: Yeah. So with that being said, do you want to get going? I I'll do. Let you start.
1: Okay. Let's see.
0: Um, I wrote
1: down a list, but <laughs> we think we're just going to just kind of flow with this today. But
0: you'll probably re- be reminded as we get going that. I am a very short and sweet answer type person, so I'll try to expand. I'm, I've am i always been one of those. It's like one or two words, and I'm good. So I will try to explain a little bit more about what's been in my heart and in my mind. All righty. What has been
1: the hardest thing for you so far with doing Blended Matters?
0: The hardest thing with doing it? Um, I think... You know so- no reservations here. I <laughs> my mean, this hardest is- thing is I am a planner, and I am an organizer, and I want this, this, and this done, and I don't want to be a nag. So part of the hardest thing for me has actually been trying to ask you to do things without asking you to do things, <laughs> at least not having to ask you more than once. And that has honestly been one of my hard things is because I have to be okay and I think that's stepped in into so many things beyond this, just like with the kids and stuff. I hate, I don't want to look like I'm taking charge. And so that's been the same thing with the girls. Like guess stuff has come up. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to say it once, but I don't want to say it twice. And right. even though I know like you have your own stuff going on and I might ask at a wrong time, I'm still like, I don't want to bug her. I can't ask her one more time if Autumn's gotten this project done, even though I've only asked her once and she was in the middle of working. But, And yeah. so it's been the same with this. It's like... Okay, I want to get this done, and I asked her, but I don't want to ask her again. And so, yeah, it's kind of being feeling like I still need to take a step back.
1: Right. That's 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 fair. That's fair. Um, we're definitely different in the way that we tackle projects. I'm running a full time business on the side and single parenting and juggling. You know, and so blended has been something <coughs> that's been on the back burner for me on some level while I've tried to accomplish everything else, but it's there. It's always brewing. Um, but yeah, I'm not as much of a scheduled down to the minute type of person because I have so many different things coming at me in so many different ways, but I'll get better at that.
0: <laughs> now we have time.
1: We have time for this. Oh. Okay. Shoot fire. Your turn.
0: Um, what has been the hardest part of getting started with this for you? we've talked about how it took a couple years for you to feel okay with this. So what has been the hardest thing that you've had to overcome to really get into it? Um, feeling like I wouldn't
1: want to go back on what I was saying out loud, meaning that I, I almost wrote a post on this the other day and I sent you it and I didn't post it because it was something that was a bit, um, it was fresh. It was raw. Um, I needed to get to a place of <coughs> stop that coughing. <God laughs> I needed to get to a place of true, honest forgiveness, to where I could actually speak from a place of knowing that I I wouldn't want to back out. And I wouldn't want to run out of fear or run out of, I didn't really feel like I could authentically say what I was going to say and feel like it was coming from a place of wholeness that I dealt with the stuff that I dealt with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wasn't ready on that level. I didn't feel like I could throw it out there that I loved you guys so much without really feeling like I loved you guys so much. Right. I wasn't there until about a year ago. And at that point, I was really able to move forward with knowing that I had made it there before we even did this—six months before we even really started. So yeah, yeah, that was mine.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: All righty, mm-hmm. you ready for your next one?
0: <coughs> you okay? Sorry, I had A, call. <laughs> I a tickle? tickle.
1: Um, what do you hope we can accomplish with Blended Matters?
0: I hope that's a question on a lot of different levels on a business type level, because we are putting so much time and effort into this, that it's not all about business, but I do want to make it into business. And part of that is being able to provide classes and opportunities and retreats and whatnot for other moms and stepmoms to come together. Um, working on that communication level, working on the forgiveness level, working on so many of those things. I want to do that on a business level. And I also want to do that on a personal level, because I think that it's so important for so many people to find that, to find that self ease and that self peace, because it does come down to the self. You know, you talked about how you needed to be able to be able to say those things from an authentic place. And it does come down to what you need to do for yourself and not for each other. I think on a personal level, it's the same thing as continuing to develop our relationship, not only for ourselves but for our families. We are definitely the ones that take the lead there. Um, I would say that Rory does really great in the co-parenting aspect most of the time, but he also likes to sit back a little bit and let me do a little bit more of the talking or anytime there's much emotion there because he doesn't want to deal with it. So we definitely, you and I, take the reins when it comes to our family. And so on a personal level, just continuing through that and showing the kids and showing other people within our family um, what it is and how important it is and that it is possible and that we can be united. And on the kid front, I think it's important to show the kids that we can be united. Absolutely. 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 Um. So back to you. What has been the most surprising thing you've learned about yourself in this process?
1: Oh, jeez, my myself.
0: Um.
1: Wow, that's a tough one. Um. I've learned a lot about you. I've learned. I think. I think that I've. I've learned that I wasn't really truly viewing this through the scope of the step parent as much as I possibly could have, because I'd never really been in that position before to where, um, I could be in those shoes and see it from a perspective coming from you. Um, I didn't do that for a lot of years for personal reasons involved with us. Um, but now that it, we're, we're like years into this, um, I still wasn't really seeing it from your perspective. I think that I was seeing it as, uh, more along the lines of you chose this kind of thing versus how you were continuing to step up. And it was was slowly coming into that for years. It was slowly coming into me seeing an appreciation, but there was always sort of that underlying tone of this is what you chose. And I kind of had that in my back pocket of ammunition. Oh, we've had fights about those words. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah absolutely. This is you chose this. And I think the biggest thing I've kind of tried to, f- to 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 I've learned and also sort of really tried to do through this process is take away those those bits of ammunition that I've used for so many years, you know, mm-hmm. of because they don't really make sense anymore. And I think that that's probably the biggest thing I've learned is t- to set down some weapons. Um, and even though they're still like that, that that recognition that I can pull from them again and there are maybe the triggers that would make me want to pull from them. I think that that's what this has really given me that knowledge of like what is necessary and what is necessary Mm -hmm. to even really go for or do. And I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned how to understand my triggers and study my triggers and what is really important and what is it that these kids are seeing and what are my patterns? um, That I've been doing in the past, different yeah. things that I've had patterns of, and uh, how to fix them.
0: Yeah, those patterns, not for you, just for everybody, those really like when you start talking about them to the world, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a second. You start yeah. to see them so much more. If you can honestly talk about them, I think that's the biggest word there is honestly. There are people that I've seen, I'm sure you've seen that in social media, they talk about like this or that, or oh, I've, healed because of this and that, and but they haven't really looked at it all honestly. And so as soon as you can look at it all honestly, I think that you are going to notice them and you're going to see your...
1: Well, I think that that's when you mentioned in the beginning, like me being on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not just a project for me. So when you're like, you want to write today, I'm digging sometimes through so much past pain that it's right. like, no, I can't do it today. And it's not so much my schedule and it's not so much, let's sit down and do this. Sometimes I'm like, I need to breathe because mm-hmm. this is hard. And, you know, we've had comments and people are like, oh, you know, it's so great that you guys can be where you are. And it's sometimes I just want to really get that message across that, yeah, it's not easy what we're doing. Right. And I think sometimes people, and and it has gotten easier But some of the times where it's like, I need a break. I can't come from a place of authenticity and say, I'm okay about this today. Or I feel okay to write about this topic Mm -hmm. today. And sometimes it hits me where I feel inspired. Like I need to write about this today because this is in my heart and it comes from that place being a creative mind. That's where some of my inspiration comes from. So those patterns I'm also studying and learning, like, can I write on demand or can I talk about this on demand? And through that process of doing that, I've been healing almost in a forced kind of fashion and, and that's hard because I want it to be authentic. And so if I'm not always on target or on task, sometimes it's because this is painful. It's hard. It hasn't been easy. And so that'll lead us to our next question. Oh, okay. (laughs) Let's see. Um, here we go. I have mine written down, but okay. Okay. Has your opinion of single moms changed since this started?
0: I can honestly say no. And I don't think that that's an answer you're expecting or you think is probably think is unfair. Um, I grew up with a single mom. I know it's hard. I've never, I've never once in my life as a stepmom thought that this is easy for you. And I grew up with a mom that was divorced, single mom and had a, Um, you know, my dad was kind of in the picture. Then I also had a mom that was a widow and was a true single mom with no one to come around to. So no, my opinion has not changed at all. Um, I know it's hard. I've never said anything less.
1: Has your opinion as me as a single mom changed? Anything about me changed during this whole thing?
0: I wouldn't say my opinion about you as a single mom has changed at all. I would say I've put more thought into how you've dealt with it, but I wouldn't say my opinions change because, again, I've never said it was easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know you've had that to draw so, from for sure because yeah. you were in that situation. I just didn't know if you had more empathy for your mom or empathy on that side or it's always just sort of been
0: there for you. Yeah. My mom was my best friend, so I really – I grew up in it. I grew up having that respect, that empathy. The I, I, I've been there. You know, and when my mom was a widow i was 16 so i was older i was old enough to kind of understand a lot of the things that she was dealing with and i watched her go through those things after i left the house and she still had three young boys at home so i in a lot of ways i I've, I've been there i've seen it firsthand and i've never never dismissed it so
1: my opinion of step parents have changed for sure because I'm seeing, or I didn't even know, I didn't look into that side of it all, really, um, in a way that I am now. I mm-hmm. was like, I'll read posts and I'll see from the step-parent side. And I still kind of, it's, it's all, I mean, our, our situation, every situation is different. Um, yes. Ours is definitely unique um, in some ways. But the whole step-parenting thing I have looked at and I've been, it's been, it's been an eye-opener for me on some level of how one, how nasty it can get. And I didn't really see how nasty it could get mm-hmm. because I don't feel like we've ever been truly, we've had our, our We have mess. not
0: gone to the level that you can find so easily on social media. You can one little look and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, wow. And people get
1: <laughs> nasty. Yeah. And I've seen some of that and I can't, I turn it off immediately because I don't even want to, I don't want to really be exposed to that side of it all because it's it's hard for me to see. And it makes me sad for the step parenting side. So I have ground some empathy, certainly on that side to where it's like, if you have a step parent that is really stepping up and trying to love your child, I get it. Like I get how hard that is and how it hurts Mm -hmm. because you don't want to share. But I am seeing it now with a new fresh set of eyes and that. There's so many people out there really authentically trying to love a child without doing it to hurt the the other parent, and it's it's just hard. It's hard on this. It's
0: hard on the single parent side. And i I will say though, I've become more aware through this project of the nativity, nativity. I can't say that word ever um, of some step-parents. I've been really surprised. Um, and I've, and I've talked to some of my friends that are step-parents and they, and I realized I just have not been open to it at how much, how often people step into the situation and just expect to totally be loved and accepted. And they don't realize that they have to earn their way there. Sure. And I, I'm going to stick with the word earn. And I think that some people might not like that word but you do, you have to show that you're willing to show up. And I've been a little saddened and a little surprised at how many people didn't expect to have to earn it. So well, I would say I I've had more eye I openers. question with yeah. the
1: whole single parenting thing or the, not single parenting, but maybe being on the other side, maybe single parenting was the wrong question, but have you had and understood more empathy or, or even saw it from the different perspective of allowing some other person to love your child the way that you love mine meaning if you sent your children to me 50% of the time right and i was to be raising them 50% of the time what does that feel like in your gut
0: for see again i have so much of my childhood that i draw from and i had shitty and i'm sorry to use that word step parents and i had some really good ones and i know the difference and so I really feel like if I could look at someone and feel like, okay, they can treat my child okay, mm-hmm. then I would not have that drop in my gut that I would otherwise. Okay. Um, because again, I had both.
1: Yeah, and you have that to pull from for me. I
0: had, so, you know, my
1: parents and yeah. I was loved by two parents and that was, and granted I had an extended family and everything, yeah. but for me to, so yeah, I was, I was, I'm just been curious on that. Yeah.
0: And obviously it would be, it would be hard there. They come from you. I mean, oh, yeah. my kids came from me and I worked to get them here. And I was, you know, I was an older mom. I wasn't. And so it's just, it obviously would be hard. Yeah, we have that comment but, for sure. Okay, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, know.
1: whose turn we're
0: on. Um, well, I'll <laughs> ask my question. And it actually came from one that we got on a post. Okay. Um, and it's about jealousy. And yeah. so as we've gone through this, have there been topics or moments when jealousy has been sparked?
1: Through this process.
0: Through blended matters. Just through, Not blended, through nothing else. I think.
1: Yes, absolutely, 100%. You just posted a few. And I talked about it, and it was there, and it was real. And it was a trigger, and I didn't do anything about it, but it was there, and it was in my heart, and I felt it.
0: Okay, it so was... you got to give me more because I can't okay. think. <laughs> so you guys were was... just
1: gone for a few days. Oh, okay. And one of the things that my ex-husband, Marie, your husband now, and I had – Massively in common was Jack Johnson. and we went to several of his concerts, and we didn't have much in common. And there's two things: <laughs> Gray's Anatomy was one, and Jack Johnson. And the rest of it, I would say that we just missed the mark most of the time, but Jack Johnson was our thing, and you posted two stories and you had Jack Johnson songs playing.
0: See, I grew up – no, I didn't grow up. I love Jack Johnson as well. So I went to a lot of his concerts. And it's so funny because I've actually talked to Rory and we were at some of the same concerts.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. I mean, I know that that wasn't intentional. Yeah. But – and I don't, I think there was the moment of jealousy. There are the moments of jealousy because when my kids leave, I'm by myself for the, yeah. a, a lot of it. And
0: even more like way by yourself. I way totally by myself get, Like right now, now is even different than. And it's brutal and it's yeah.
1: been really hard and the, they go and, but don't get me wrong. Like there's nice to be like, you can go visit dad and let's have yeah. a break. And they're back and forth quite a bit. But I felt that because it was like there, it just, it's fun. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine and I told him, I said, this, this, I felt that. Yeah. And any other moments of jealousy? Yeah. I mean, I think anytime you post, anytime I see a story and the kids are in it, I haven't seen that side of that yet. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really, um, I remember one time when you were posting pictures of the kids, like it triggered me. And, uh, now to see it and to be like accepting of that, I still feel it. I process it. Absolutely. Um, there other moments of jealousy anytime i see it in my mind yeah and and it also with that jealousy sort of comes now this new acceptance of i'm proud of what's happening and i'm and i'm grateful
0: but yeah yeah any for you um you and i write very differently so i would say there have definitely been times just in our posts that i'm like oh i wish i could write like that and they think that's been the big thing for me is just you and I write very differently. So. Yeah, we do
1: write very differently, but we carry different voices with that. Yes. Sometimes I'm like, she'd get to the point real fast. <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> I have 7,000 words to describe one thing. But that is, I think that's the one thing that I do. I like that dichotomy there. I think it's kind of good for us. But Yeah. Okay. You ready on anything? uh, Let's see. I still have a few questions on here. Um, Would you change anything that we've done so far?
0: No, I wouldn't change anything. I would say, well, I'll rephrase that. I would change our timeline. I wish that we would have gotten to the podcasting sooner. It took us a while to get into that. Um, And I think that's probably the biggest thing I would have changed. I wish we would have been able to do some of that a little bit quicker.
1: And again, on that whole thing, I, well, I wasn't ready emotionally, like every post in the beginning, I would write it. And I felt like I was literally like unearthing a being inside of my system. I don't know. Like it was just like coming out of my body, like bleh, <laughs> kind of like getting, I don't even know. And so for me, I had to take this really one emotional step at a time. And to get to that first podcast, that first podcast, like a week after that, I felt it. Like it was, I had to process it. (laughs) I had long conversations about it. Um, But once we got that first one done, I was like, oh, I'm ready to do more. And so you had to process it afterwards or before? Sorry. After. I had to process it after the fact to where I spoke about it. And there was one podcast we recorded and I was like, no, I don't want to put that out there yeah. um, because I wasn't okay with what kind of the, 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 the topics – or not the topics, but the way that we were speaking about one of our topics. And I was like, mm. so for me, this is a very vulnerable real thing. And I don't know if – I think that's where we're different in that is like, I'm a super emotionally charged person. So every little step we take, I feel it. And I'm like, I got to process <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, let's go. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll, I don't know if I can do that. I gotta, I can so I do want to say
0: just so that people understand, and they might understand some of where we come from a little bit more. What Tiffany is talking about is, and um, we we're kind of talking about a topic and we talked about one of the kids a little bit more than we would have wanted to. We do run everything through the filter of are we going to be okay if our kids hear this? Right. So you may notice that with some of our stories. We won't get into depth about the kids unless we've talked to them and if they're okay with it and it's going to be more light of a lighthearted thing. Well, if
1: they hear about it, yeah. and your friends hear about it you know, this is, this is their lives too. Yes. We don't want to mess with their lives. And so we are filtered on that way. And there was one topic that I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. And we both sat with it and we were like, okay, yeah, yeah I mean, that makes sense, you know? And so we're just also trying to figure ourselves out through this as we go.
0: <laughs> we live in a world where everything can always be out there. And I appreciate that because we have had, I've listened to other blended family podcasts where they talk heavily about what's going on with kids. And they're like, oh, but I hope that they never hear this. Or they talk about their story and they say, oh, I hope the kids never hear this. Um, and so that has been part of what has gone through our whole process is we want to make sure anything the kids hear about is not going to cause too many waves. No. And you know what?
1: Honestly, when you take all of this podcasting and writing and social media so, social media away we're we're family. Like yeah. this is real. We're not just some pretend family trying to make a statement here. Like we have real hearts and lives behind this, and we hope to continue to be great down the line. Like the, the last thing we want to do is have a project get in the way of what we're doing. Although I do believe that it's helping um, in a lot of different ways. But okay, you ready for the next one? Yes. Have you ever wanted to quit this? Yes. If so, why and what kept you pushing forward after?
0: Um, I wanted to quit in the beginning because I felt like I was trying to, I understand I say this out of love, I was trying to juggle your emotions and get a project going and I couldn't do it. Um, I actually called uh, our, the, therapist that works with our family and talk to her about it. And she's like, just give it some time. She's like, you know how Tiffany is. She needs to process things. She knows, you know, she's emotional. Let her kind of work through it and you guys will be great. Mm -hmm. And so I trusted her in that and I stuck with it. But yes, I did. There was, there was a really good chunk of time where I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. You're a
1: way more (laughs) rational person and I'm a much more emotional person. And everything I go through, I feel like it doesn't come out of me without a lot of But I feel like once I feel it and it's out of me, then I've dealt and I can move on to the next topic, although sometimes they resurface. But I think that that's kind of the cool thing about us and our dynamic is that you're a doer and I'm a feeler. And we carry a lot of different people in that. There's a lot of people out there that are doers and there's a lot of people out there that are feelers. And I think we can touch on both of those topics.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: So there was a moment where I wanted to quit. And we were asked to be interviewed uh, for an article. And one of your answers was just too much for me. And you said everything that we have to do, we have to run through Tiffany. And I was like, oh, no, this is not going to work. And I thought, of course, you have to run it through May. Like, of course you do. We (laughs) and I just thought at, at that point, I was so angry. And I remember calling you Mm -hmm. and I, I really didn't, it wasn't pleasant. I was upset. I thought this is not gonna work if you can't see my side. This is not gonna work if you can't put yourself in my shoes and understand where it is that I'm coming from with all of this too. This is my life that we're talking about. I'm not an accessory to the deal. I am part of this. And I also, called our therapist Mm -hmm. when that was going down, and I was like, I just don't know if I can do this because they're obviously, I don't want to anymore. I just feel like the person that you have to manage down the street. I often said, I feel like I'm just the extra wife who lives down the street who's not involved in any of the fun, and that was sort of what really triggered me through that but after that process we started talking about triggers we started i started understanding through some of the things that we would start talking about when i was triggered what i was triggered about and because we were doing this i finally felt like and for a really long time and this was the thing that i said i finally have a voice mm-hmm. and i finally have a team not didn't feel like it was you guys in the beginning of this right. i really felt like i had a team and people who were ch- chiming in and and coming to speak on a topic that I would write about and they would be like, me too, me too, me too. And I finally felt like saying, I'm not alone. See, I'm not the squeaky wheel here. I am an ex-wife. I share children. I'm not just an accessory just because there's two of you and there's one of me. I finally felt like I had a voice and a platform that not you guys had to listen to now. And for that first month, this was hard. And I was like, well, she's, they're not going to see what I'm, where I'm coming from. And that's why it was a slower start. That's why, you know, it took some time to find a rhythm. And I think we're still working through our rhythm, what really our rhythm is and what do we want to write about? And Is what there such thing as a rhythm these days? <laughs> geez, I don't know, you know, but that the fact <laughs> that we're still continuing to do this, even when we had to take some short breaks and even when we've emotionally not been able to really do it, because some of the difference, like I'll see some of the other blogs and or the other you know, podcasts, blogs, social media accounts, I don't know if I've really found too many people doing what we're doing. So for us to, like, to, to set this like, there's no precedence that I've noticed that I've found that has really been set in a way that I can look up to them as role models and be like, oh, they're doing it the right way or whatever. What we're doing, we're working off of each other's one, our family, our emotion, what's really going on in our day-to-day mm-hmm. life, you know, like with everything that's going on right now, like I have no business, like my business is shut down, stopped, kaput right this very minute. And so like, not only are we trying to do this on the surface, like we're trying to manage everything that's going on behind the scenes in our family. So this is to me, not just something that we're doing as far as like a business adventure or, or like, we're trying to tell our story, like it's a real deal. And so for me in the beginning. I thought, can I really do this and come forward and, and and be here, but also sort of go through the process? I'm not coming to this. like Every time we do something, I feel like I learn something new and I'm like, okay, what's next? But in the beginning, I thought they're not going to ever see my side. I don't know when that switched, but I think that because after that, you were like, no, I'm in this. There was something that I felt with you at that time. I thought, she's not going to leave this and I'm not going to leave this either. Right. And it's going to hurt and it's going to be hard, but we're going to figure it out. And you didn't abandon the process. And I was so proud of us then. And then I also learned from that, that I can't be a bully or I can't just like scream. I needed to come to you and say, listen, like, But then also that came through in my writing and my ability to be able to say those words in front of an audience and think now, you know, she's going to listen. She's going to really hear me because I have a platform. Um, And that was probably the most healing part of it all. But it was hard. That first month was brutal.
0: I think it's not only coming together with this. One of the biggest things I would, would love to explain to anyone that's looking at us and saying, how did you do that is. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been easy to get to the point where we're able to talk together through some of this hard stuff. And talking through this hard stuff is not easy. It's not, oh, here, here's my post for the day. I'm out. It's really taking the time to learn and listen about ourselves and each other.
1: You have to be willing to be wrong too. Yes. And you can't come into this. Like that's the – when you said what what's one of the things you've learned about this, I – I, okay. oh my gosh, this last year has been the biggest learning curve and I'm almost kind of embarrassed on some level. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I think we all kind of go through yeah. when we're learning about ourselves or we've made mistakes or we've done something that we maybe wouldn't do again. And there's been some things I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I probably acted like such a child. But now understanding that that came from just like a place of fear. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my kids. I don't want to lose my kids. I don't want to lose experiences. I don't want to lose this. I don't want to screw up. I don't want to, you know, and this just holding on even tighter. Through this process, I've been able to sort of like set that down.
0: I think that's a, excuse me, been a big word that's come through, through this whole process, come through to me has been fear. And it's the fear of losing self, the fear of losing family, the fear of losing time, the fear of losing choices, the fear. There's so many fears that come a part of being, In a co-parenting relationship i mean those fears are there just being a parent you Mm -hmm. let alone being a Mm co-parent i would say that has been one of the biggest words that's come out to me through all of this and the emotion that i'm sorry not the emotions the actions that come with fear and recognizing where they come from it's not just out of bitterness it's not just out of stupidity it's not just out of anger it's out of fear And I think if you can take a step back, I think for myself, taking a step back and looking at those moments of fear and the actions that come from them, I think that that changes your perspective. Well, and one of the things
1: that I've realized from this, this, I won't call it, I said it in my writing the other day, an experiential experiment, every experience we go through, I feel like we're still experimenting with what's going to come from this but i'm noticing and well we, we do have several people who write to us, comment, dm, but we do have a lot of private private messages coming in and they're coming from dual sites. Yes. stepmom mom. And they don't i don't think either of them know that they're both writing to us. But we're getting them and sometimes they both like what i see from all of that is fear. Yeah. It's just fear coming from both sides and now i'm learning so much about the stepmoms just through the dms that are coming in. our instagram or messages that we're getting from people saying this is what they're doing and i'm now able to like reach out to a stepmom and say this is how she this is why she's doing that right this is why she's afraid of what's happening she's afraid you're she's going to lose her kids to you or you're you're trying to love them too hard too soon or you know just too. too, it's like i can see now a completely different perspective from people who are participating in this and truthfully, there's so many people that really do want to get to the place that we've been able to get to. But I'll tell you what, you've got to put work in. And in the work, the work is really, truly doing what you can to look at things from their side and yeah. and calling yourself out on saying, oh, maybe I wasn't quite, I didn't approach that correctly. Or maybe I could have done that a little bit softer. Or maybe I could have seen that from her side and see that maybe she's really trying or what is it that – why is that uh, mom's on my back about this topic? But those people who are reaching out to us and you're coming from this dual side, really, truly, you just – you want to get there. And that's what I'm seeing. But there's a lot of fear that it's holding you back. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any other questions that you can no, think No, that of? was all of mine. That's all of yours? I'll yep. see if I have anything that I want to wrap it up with. Okay. Um, I do have one. <laughs> I told you in the beginning. I was not. I wasn't sure if I wanted to ask this one, but um, because it's personal, mm-hmm. you don't have to answer it if you don't want to.
0: Okay. Has this affected
1: your marriage? At in all? some ways,
0: yes. We've had we've had to discuss why you and I are doing this a couple times. Um, so I wouldn't say it's negatively affected our My marriage. It's just been a conversation that we've had to have more than once
1: and it's been a conversation and a relationship of mine to where I'm now like trying to dissect this from so many mm-hmm. perspectives and it's hard like even in my own personal life my personal life and I'm not married but where Rory has to listen to what I have to say about you know my yeah. side I have uh, how, what have I said a lot I don't want to I don't want to hurt anybody through this process and so you're often in the back of my mind and originally when we started we talked about this we would run each other so we would run our posts by each other we don't now Mm-mm. very rarely now it's more of like a, I trust you since we've been doing that have there been any posts where you're like Ugh, yeah. no no
0: no, and, but the trust, I think, is one of the big words that Rory and I use together as well, is that he trusts me to not be stupid, to not put stuff out there that he doesn't want out there, to not. So it's just, I think it all goes back to the whole dynamic anyways of just keeping everyone in mind.
1: Yeah, and that's so. where when I write, I write from a place of I do want to tell my story, but I also write from a place of, I want nothing other than joy for your family. I want your family to be happy because I love what we have. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is rock your boat. And I know we've had this quite conversation early mm-hmm. on. I called you and I was like, I don't want to rock a boat because I don't want to do that. That's not where I'm at right now. Um, and so when I write or when we talk about different things or when we podcast, you know that's always sort of in the back of my mind, and I wouldn't call it a filter. I would just call it, uh what's the word I want to use? um A respect issue. I mm, respect- that's the
0: word I was thinking. was <laughs> respect. Yeah,
1: respect. I really do respect our families. I respect those associated with our families. Mm-hmm. I respect what what it is that we're trying to accomplish, and I'm proud of us for doing what we've done because for there's a reason why there's not a lot of these duos out there and there's really not. I haven't yeah. been able to latch on to as many that, you know, I, I was looking for some inspiration, but there's a reason why I don't think this is as common out there right now in that stepmom, mom, coming together to talk about it because it's hard. And I'm really proud of us for doing what we've done. And not that we hate each other because we don't. And it's not that we haven't had to work to get here. We have, but even everything we do we, I think there's times when you show up on my door to do a podcast. There's sometimes I'm like, okay, here we go. We're doing this again. Like, <laughs> take yeah. a deep breath. Let's work through this. But I think now us sitting at the kitchen counter and talking versus us sitting here across from each other and talking now, just how much we've grown. Yeah. So I look forward to what's coming, I think. Anyways.
0: <laughs> and there's always more to come. Just with kids, there's always more to come. We've got a 13-year-old going into teenager. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of learning moments together over the next few years. Well, and then <laughs> who the say, you
1: know, I am in that posi- position in my life where I would like to eventually have my own family on my side, yeah. not just me, especially this, like, isolation, you know? There's been times where I'm like, oh, this is really lonely, and I've learned a few things about myself through that, but... There may be that eventually down the line, too, where who knows if my side grows. More things to add. More things to add.
0: Um, I don't
1: think we're going to do any she said, she said today. No, this has been
0: a much longer podcast than normal, but it's all been useful, at least to me. Yeah, definitely. in the end, I feel like our growth out of all of this is more important than yours. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll take it.
1: We'll take it for sure. So
0: anyways, hang tight out there in social
1: isolation and stay healthy and be smart for your families and if you're dealing with isolation waiting for your children to come back or sending them to the other family deciding what it is that you're doing within your family wish you so much peace and strength through all of this uh what we're going through worldwide and much love to you much love